0: It's the redirect podcast search industry research discussion and analysis from the black truck media and marketing headquarters and now redirecting you to the black truck team.
1: Welcome to episode 20 of the redirect podcast. I'm Jason Dodge founder of black truck media and marketing welcomed again by Patrick and Ashley from the black truck team Welcome, gang, to the twentieth episode of recording this
2: Woo.
1: here podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an experience, fun. Yeah. yeah. So instead of sharing a lot of uh, a, a lot of in depth, you know, search industry news and things like that, we thought that we would um, use this time for the twentieth episode. To share kind of some ins and outs of podcasting, so um, tips on how to get started in podcasting because I think it's a lot, uh, it's a lot easier than most people think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The kind of what the the positives that can come out of it from an SEO perspective, and then how to use podcasting for uh, SEO and inbound marketing too. So I think there's a lot that can be done from content generation, curation. Uh, distribution that type of thing. So um, I think I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and lead off here. But we started this podcast back in I think. Well, we officially released it to the public in July. July. But we we uh, front loaded or back loaded. I don't know how you want to say that. With um, I think we went we went live with five five uh, episodes. I it was, seven I think it was, was it I think more it was than it was that? seven? Oh that we wow, started crazy. With, yeah. Um, I, think, I think a tip right out of the gate was, and this was something that was provided to me by, by someone else when we were first talking about it, was if you're going to launch a podcast, you need to record a pilot. You need to hear how it sounds. You need to make adjustments based on that. And obviously, it's going to get better as you go along. Mm-hmm. But um, the notion is that if someone listens to your pilot or listens to the first two, they're going to want to hear more. So don't just record one. And then wait and record another one. Where if you record multiples, then it gives your your audience more to more to listen to. So a little bit of backstory about why we created the Redirect podcast is we meet weekly uh, as a as a team, and at the end of the week, typically we try and record on Fridays, and it's it's less businessy um, project focused and more focused and centered around hey what are you reading industry news are the things that we need to keep um, tabs on be aware of uh, or just general general interesting items and it was a way to share that uh, just in a meeting format and decided well what what would happen if we pressed record on this so that's really how the redirect podcast came to be so uh, what have you guys is what's your experience been with it so far, either of you, I'm, I'm just curious. I think share that. Um, that would be helpful for other people to
2: know. Yeah. Um, I frequently don't know how to start talking, apparently. <laughs> so you've probably noticed that if you've been listening in on other episodes. But um, it's been a really good experience to uh practice talking in front of a microphone too like now we're at episode 20 so I should be a little more seasoned maybe at this point that's but right. um
0: there's always that second of anxiety going oh we gotta record
2: yeah <laughs> well and that's that, that's part of it is that we record everything in one take so yeah I think there's you know and that's good because it keeps you know our production costs low and you know we're not claiming to be super fancy about this at this point but um yeah. so there's that there's a little bit of pressure about like oh i got to got to say everything right the first time
0: yeah there's no uh, i think we've restarted like inside of one minute before we've never yeah. got past like a, ah screwed that up can we just yep. hit pause and yep. and edit that part i was like no there's there's no editing it's <laughs> <this> is it <laughs>
1: And and I think everybody is really comfortable. It takes a little bit to get used to, but at the end of the day we are having just a conversation. It's just it's more or less a meeting, we're having a conversation. Uh that's the important part. Mm-hmm. We kind of established some ground rules up front and I think that that as you're looking to create a podcast, you know, go into it with the um I, I don't know, go into it with the notion that nobody's gonna listen to it. I think the same thing when you're blogging, right? <laughs> like well, who's gonna read this? Everybody. I, I, everybody. I mean, you don't you don't know that, so don't go into it with the notion of um, I'm gonna blog and tons of people are gonna read it. No, blog for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Record a podcast for the right reasons. We yeah. have information and opinions on things in the search marketing space that we want to share. We're gonna read pieces of news that yeah, that headline was completely misleading, and here's what it really means. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so our, our rules that we outlined from the get-go were um, it's okay maybe to reference something that uh, that any one of the team members is leading or working on at the time, but just from a, an anonymity perspective, we don't name any names of our clients or specific projects and details and things like mm-hmm. that that we're working on. So, so it's, I think it's okay to reference experiences, but if you want to be, um, you know, if, if you want to kind of, be on the up and up. I would say there's, there's no reason to, to mention like a client type name. Mm-hmm. Um, and our, our recording setup is pretty simple. We do it in our conference room in our office. It is echoey. Um, so we try and compensate that by, by um, a little bit of adjustments on this end here. I say that on this end, cause I'm the one running the recording machine. <laughs> we record in garage band Um, Shocker, but there's a lot of people out there that record podcasts in GarageBand. There's a lot of information uh, in communities that support recording in GarageBand. Um, Your adjustments are just fine. The mic will make everything, but we record on, like, uh, what is this thing? Snowball.
2: Black Ice. Black
1: Ice. Uh, Nothing fancy. This is kind of like an intro to podcasting uh, microphone, USB microphone, I, I think, are they like fifty bucks, seventy-five dollars. They're they're not. This is not a high-end microphone at all. Um, certainly pros and cons to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly pros and cons to recording in GarageBand. Um, the Snowball microphones, the USB mics are they're like a single identity so technically if we wanted to have multiple mics you have to work with with snowball and and get them so that they're they different identities or different channels so they'll record um easier on different layers they'll be recognized mm. by a mac as as different input channels um, so someday down the road if we wanted to add a mic um we just have to work with snowball to make sure that that's taken care of so Real low cost of, uh, of entry, so the barrier to entry is really low. If you are a Mac user, GarageBand is pre-installed. Uh, it's narration vocal. That's the input. Press record, start playing around, make adjustments, dial it into your environment. Um, I think that's just quick tips on this
0: end here. To piggyback off your notion of having our internal rule here as we make this, um, maybe more generic way of saying it for people wanting to start a podcast not necessarily related to the style we're doing it is have a focus have the rule be that there's always a focus Mm -hmm. and yeah this is simple for us it's not we're kind of taking what we're already doing and just refining it but we have the focus the focus is we're going to discuss what we're reading Mm -hmm. and we're not going to segue into other non-related things or does that
2: happen it does happen but we
0: always still tie it together you know i've right. listened to podcasts before other ones where um like the like round table style stuff and it mm-hmm. just gets lost mm-hmm. it gets lost and it's not part of the main focus and then um our goal here is to not really have a goal it's just to just keep doing mm-hmm. what we're doing yep. and seeing people notice yep. and that's how we're having that um another um accountability thing for me is that uh this has caused me to have a better memory retention. Mm-hmm. you know it's oh, that's as, a really great point. As jason said um we we're already doing this as a way to just touch base with what have you been reading you know it's causing me to remember what i'm reading rather than i think we're guilty of getting about four or five paragraphs into an article going yeah okay and moving on now i'm really developing thought processes behind what i'm reading and saying like is this something that's going to be worth uh, sharing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is this something that I want to remember? And I go into every SEO article or, or marketing article I'm reading about, um, I need to really focus on this and remember this. Mm-hmm. And that's causing me to retain
2: more. And part of that too is that we type up our notes Um, after recording and make that into a blog post so I think that part of the retention too is Mm -hmm. coming from being able to not only remember it enough to articulate it in the podcast but then also to be able to put it into terms that people can read on the blog post later so I I think that's a good point the memory Mm -hmm. retention I feel like I I probably those concepts that we're talking about stick with me much more because Mm -hmm. there's not only are we individually reading it we're sharing it here and then we're all synthesizing that to put into our blog post too
1: so i think that's the, the segue there is to maybe we can get to the core of why you know why podcasts we've we've been able to share our why as to why we why we do the redirect podcast every week um you know main reason is is more or less uh, thought leadership sharing knowledge talking um with no we the out, the outcome the the goal isn't lead generation and biz dev opportunities for Black Truck Media and Marketing. It's we're sharing information, uh, helping the greater good of of the search community, hopefully, and individuals who are who are interested in it. Um, the other side of it that can come out of it is the content that we create about it, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I think making sure you define your your why and why you're podcasting is key, and going back to Pat's. Uh, point on you know what's, what's your mission, what mission, what's the direction, staying focused focus. Um, I found a really great study. It's journalism.org, so it's kind of a combination of Pew Research Center, uh, So Edison Research, Triton Digital. There's a study that was done. It's called The Infinite Dial, a 2017 piece. so very mm-hmm. new, very relevant um, that looks back at the percentage of podcast listeners in America, so about 2006 up to current. And in 2017, four in 10 Americans, ages 12 or older, ha, have have listened to uh, a podcast. Hmm. So, uh, and 24% of those have listened have listened in the in the past month. So that's up from from 9% in 2008. So we go from 9% to almost a quarter. Are um, are listening to podcasts in, in kind of an, an ongoing fashion. So, hmm. average weekly unique users who download NPR podcasts, uh, which includes some of the most popular podcasts mm. in iTunes. Um, you know, Up First, TED Radio Hour. There's there's a number of them here, but that rose from 2.5 million in 2015 to 3.5 million in 2016. Hmm. So, um, so NPR. You know, we'd love to let's get featured on, on your <laughs> podcast role, but it's, it is really, uh, it is really staggering. The growth of podcasts I can remember at a, a, a previous agency I was at, uh, this was well, well before black truck. Um, this was 2005 ish, 2006. Um, we were just scratching the surface on podcasts and had a recording studio and, um, you know, the, the iPod and, and being able to, being able to subscribe to podcasts was new. And then we went through this this phase of like uh, who the hell wanted to listen to podcasts and then all of a sudden this explosion mm-hmm. in the past it seems two or three years uh, the growth of podcasts and people subscribing to it and it's, it's almost like city it's like we you know families used to do you sat down and you listened to the radio you didn't tune
0: into you know television yeah. broad, broadcast TV you sat around the radio mm-hmm. another I guess it's different is audiobooks I remember taking road trips and Going um, to the audiobook store and renting mm-hmm. audiobooks that had you know 20 CDs, and now it's just on your phone. Yeah. It's the same way with podcasts. You know, there's I do podcasts for my kids sometimes, and when we, when we uh, road trip and we'll listen to various nursery rhymes via podcast. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, back, back in the day, that could have been just CDs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and now mm-hmm. it's. Did't like that you can change a channel to a new podcast while you're while you're driving you know it's the ease of availability I think is bringing this insurgency back to it and same thing with um, the ease of making Yeah, you know, we just talked about the tools that we use but technically we could just do it from our phone yeah that's yeah. very true you know, yeah. without doing anything else just set our phone on the table and do it yeah. from there yep yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah and this is kind of going off of what you just said but <clears throat> I think you have mentioned that you listen to podcasts on your commute often, mm-hmm. and I think podcasts have created a way for listeners to f- find content that's that they're interested in and want to listen to, and be able to customize, you know, what they're listening to, whether they're in the car or wherever, mm-hmm. and, um, rather than listening to the radio where they might get the commercials and that sort of thing. So yeah.
0: that's a good point.
1: So we talked about kind of some of the tools that we use to um uh, record and and edit and by no means again we we do this in one kind of one one take one shot one deal and there are no edits um, so I suppose if the F-bombs are opted it's it's in there <laughs> um but I, I think the distribution side of it is really key and that was a that was a hard one to kind of figure out because you have to in order to... Get your podcast to go through iTunes and other providers like Stitcher and things like that. So, so iTunes, obviously, we all know it as the, the Apple, the iOS side of things. Stitcher is is highly used in the Android market. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, All of those are going to be based off of an RSS feed of your podcast. So you need um, some sort of, uh, of channel to be able to develop the RSS feed. And so we use SoundCloud. Um, for better or for worse, I think everybody kind of freaked out about their financial troubles, but we're, we're invested in them. We, we do the pro plan with them. And um, that allows us to create an RSS feed. So we, we record in GarageBand, export to an MP3, upload to SoundCloud, and then from there it gets distributed automatically to iTunes and Stitcher. Um, there's definitely some other um, applications out there. I think Podbean and a few mm-hmm. others um, that you can look at to create RSS feeds that are very reasonable. Um, there is a feature I know in GarageBand to to export right from uh, GarageBand to SoundCloud and to iTunes. Uh, I choose to go a little bit more manual route so I can make sure that that everything is is okay and we don't have to we don't have to do any audio adjusting or mixing, but. Um, you know another I guess pro tip is we have a great intro and outro mm-hmm. you know make it sound professional use some royalty free music have a solid intro solid outro um, so everything sounds real professional and tight we and, had a,
0: uh, a, a contact that does that for a, a living yeah so it was, yeah, easy, it was easy for, easy for it. us to source it <laughs> yeah yeah you know that that if, if anything I'd say that's our fanciest element is our yeah. intro and outro mm-hmm. but we got lucky in that you Jason have a contact that does that. Yeah. And so it's little some, some. Yeah. Bonus it was,
1: yeah. It works. It works out. I think, uh, I think if you can create that, even if you're creating it yourself mm-hmm. as like, uh, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to record a bunch of potential intros and then choose one mm-hmm. and, and use that. And I'm going to record a bunch of outros and, and choose one and use that that matches. I think that's
0: that's pretty easy, too. We could have easily created that uh, ourselves, yeah. too. Yeah, um, and I think you, you hit said something, too, that's important. is royalty-free. That, that, yeah. that could bite yeah. you in the butt later <laughs> on. Nobody's using happen. a Zeppelin track on yeah. the intro of the redirect podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, um, Ashley, talk to me about... Let's, let's talk about distribution real quick. And uh, distribution from... Uh, what do I do with my podcast once I've produced it? What are some main... Um, main things that I I know that we primarily do or that we've seen others Mm -hmm. do that maybe we've emulated we've seen work or have not seen work
2: yeah so as I mentioned earlier we create a blog post um, for every podcast episode so each of us will type up our notes about what we talked about and what came up in conversation so that blog post lives on our website and that is shared to our social media channels um And then uh, a different way of doing it um, that I've seen is transcriptions of podcasts, Mm -hmm. which that's going to cost you some money. um, But that can be added to a page with your podcast audio so that that text that is an exact transcription of what you talked about in the podcast is there. And I think that there's a lot of strength in that because I feel like there maybe be some things that come up in our conversation that doesn't get translated into our blog posts. Um, so I feel like some things are getting missed. Um, if people aren't actually listening to the podcast, which is kind of why we do it mm-hmm. in a way, but also, um, any text representation of your podcast that you can have is going to help to get you know picked up, you know when people are doing searches and maybe sort of we can thing.
1: maybe we'll have to test out the the transcription <laughs> uh, I, you know like the uh, the team at Moz uses for Whiteboard Friday. So every mm. time they record one, mm-hmm. uh, then Rand records one. There is a uh, the 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 post that's essentially produced from that is some sort of a, a transcription um, application or service mm-hmm. they're using. Uh, but I, I do think that our our show notes. If you hear us reference in the show notes, it's usually um, we're linking to the article yes. that maybe we found a value, but there's actually some really even more valuable items that come out of that. It's not just giving credit to, you know, um, the SEM post or searching round table or somebody like that. It's, it's actually, this is the concept. This is the, this is the article that kind of helped spark that idea. And, oh, by the way, here's, you know, four key tips or here's our take on it. Here's what this really means. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like our version of, you know, too, too long, did not read. So um, think about that. So that's, that's really good, though.
2: Yeah. And then this isn't something that we necessarily do right now, but I've seen um, in various industry resources um, repurposing your content. So talking about using um, an old blog post and making a podcast out of it um, or based on it. And then you could also do sound bites or quotations from your podcast and post those to social media, that sort of thing. So that's another way to to distribute and kind of share in a different way, Mm, too. That's great. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and I suppose I have seen people do, um, a video recording of their podcast too. Yeah. So they, they kind of double up and maybe go Facebook live while they're recording. We've toyed with that idea. What, what kind of engagement would we get and use it as a test platform? Well, to,
2: I, I, we will do that at that <laughs> time, by the way. So stay tuned. I'm determined to do that.
1: To do Facebook live yeah. and, and record <laughs> at the same time and, and see if you can kind of cross, cross platform, cross channel. Um, I'm not a big fan of, I'm not going to sit down personally and listen to something on YouTube, just because maybe back to Patrick's point, like, I listen to podcasts in the car or plugged in while mowing the lawn or something like that. Um, so it's another opportunity to kind of learn or be entertained, that type that type of thing. Uh, you can't do that with something you've recorded on YouTube on, on a mobile device. It just... It, it's not going to happen. Or Facebook. So I think podcasting still fills that void that isn't there. Um, in terms of distribution, we, so we take and we embed the SoundCloud player. So you can listen on our site uh, to the podcast. But I would say looking at stats and looking at even on-page uh, data from Google Analytics, at least right now, the majority of those listens are happening probably in-app. They're not mm-hmm. happening on the site. They're not happening, um, you know, kind of in that embedded plug-in. Uh, and and I, I would be willing to bet that, that that's the majority of the rule. Although you mentioned there's a couple podcasts that you listen to, Patrick, that their site, that's all it is, is their site is all yeah. about podcasts. <clears throat> right? Um, so it's all geared towards that. And I would assume that that has a pretty high... Uh, listenership mm. on their site too. So uh, one thing we haven't tested though is we have not tested sending people directly to um, the SoundCloud link either in social. Right? We've always we've always primarily sent people to
2: mostly. Yeah, yeah. I I have I think I have done a couple links to just yeah. to SoundCloud, but not enough to really drive a lot of traffic I think so. but
1: that's another interesting test you can do too so after you have produced a few and you feel comfortable with it maybe you have the content living on your site as well as the podcast itself share both of them see which one you might get it's more true. engagement out of mm-hmm. um, you know and see kind of where where people go from there is like because that might be your distribution method also in the in the description you can drop a link into the description of of your podcast back to your site for your blog post for the show notes so you're kind of creating a a really great loop back to your site feeding uh feeding content to individuals so it's it's been really good it's been a lot of fun uh 20 it doesn't seem like 20 episodes that we have recorded i mean um so i'm looking
0: forward to recording 20 more Right, so goes, So far, we're doing pretty good. our, our, our subscribers are somewhere between um, one million and zero. Totally, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah.
1: Yep. hmm We've, and that's like, this is a rabid fans. Right. hmm For real. Yep. Yep. Like pounding on the doors to, to want us to produce more. So, um, no, you know this again, <laughs> That's great. It, it, again, we're we understand what our what our, uh, our focuses of this podcast we understand just really what we're using it for as a vehicle to be able to talk and share. I think Patrick, to your point, it's a way to also absorb the information ourselves more and deeper. Um, It gets us all more comfortable speaking, uh, whether that's for public speaking, whether that's just speaking about more technical Mm -hmm. uh, leveled items, you know, how do we explain those to other people? Um, so I think it helps all the way around. Plus it gives us uh, additional content. I mean, we're feeding our blog posts, mm. you know, every week with, with this content too. So um, so we'll make sure that we post up our, our top tips to get started in podcasting, ways to distribute it, uh, what it can mean to uh, SEO. I, I think kind of in closing, we were looking at, at analytics stats kind of short term, you know, from July. But we definitely see some of those, some of those even most recent um, posts that are related to a podcast, we do see those as being indexed and driving traffic from organic search. So it does uh, it does happen. It alls based around the topic and and what's being included in the text there. So um, other than that, do you guys have anything else you want to share? I don't. All right. No, but
2: it's been fun.
1: Yeah. In closing, what I think uh, big things are: um, don't take it too serious. Have fun. Have fun. (laughs) Don't sleep over it. Yep. Um, You're gonna make a mistake. You're gonna stumble. There's no sense. I mean, if you're 20 minutes in, there's no sense in recording, Mm -hmm. re-recording, or or trying to edit that crap out. Mm -hmm. Just
0: accept the fact that you don't like the sound of your voice. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No. Nobody. Nobody loves the sound of their voice as much as they don't love themselves on camera. Right. So just, um, just move forward with it. Hit record. Move forward with it do a little bit of adjusting and and get it out there. And and so hopefully um, everyone has enjoyed it up to this point and, uh, and hopefully we get to listen to more podcasts uh, that people are creating outside of this. So uh, until next time, we'll be back to our regular scheduled program of sharing more search industry insights and tips. Uh, Take care and good luck.
0: This has been the redirect podcast. Check out the show notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.